Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Inside Out podcast. As you can see by this week's title of the episode, this is going to be an interesting topic um, and one that I've purposefully not spoken about up until this point, just because I wanted to give myself enough time to heal and to go through this journey and actually be able to share the insights and the wisdom and the knowledge and the tools from this experience with you guys without absolutely crying. And I'm honestly, I'm not going to waste much time. So I'm just going to dive straight into it. And the reason that I'm bringing up this topic as well is mainly related to the fact that I have now launched a new program that is all about healing your body image. Oh, I'm getting excited as I'm talking about it. Healing your self-confidence, your self-worth, taking your power back, feeling absolutely incredible in your skin. And this is essentially the story behind it. This entire journey is what led up to this point of the creation of Uncover. So everything that we're going to be covering are the exact steps that I took in order to go from having body dysmorphia, eating disorders, horrendous body image, feeling self-conscious constantly, constantly comparing myself to other people, hiding at the back of pictures, crying whenever I went clothes shopping, into feeling so incredibly powerful, being tapped into and connected to my body and my sensuality and feeling confident, feeling sexy, knowing my worth, being able to celebrate other women because I'm no longer threatened by them, being able to just wear whatever I want and feel confident in that, absolutely loving going clothes shopping, everything that I thought I would never be able to do, that I just thought came naturally to everybody else and that I would just always struggle with low confidence and body image issues. That is exactly what we're going to be working through. So step by step, I'm going to run you through how to connect to your sensuality, how to heal your body image, how to heal your self-esteem, regain your confidence, regain your power, feel absolutely incredible in your skin and love who you see in the mirror. So if that sounds like something that you would be interested, we are starting in January in 2023. So I will pop the link below because we actually have a bundle going on that I will talk about a little bit more as we go through the rest of the podcast. So let's dive straight in. I'm going to talk a little bit about the context to give you guys some background into what I'm actually speaking about, and then mainly how it then related to things like my self-worth, my self-esteem, my self-confidence, my body image was hugely affected, um, and then how I started to heal from that and actually come out on the other side, an even more confident version of myself than I have ever been in the most phenomenal relationship with the most amazing man and hopefully to give you some insight in your own healing journeys and because that is something that really massively helped me on my own journey was specifically an amazing woman called Melissa Wells if you don't follow Mel on Instagram or any of her platforms please do so her Instagram handle is at I am Mel Wells her story about her breakup is something that took me through my own journey and was so pivotal to hear about the vulnerable moments from woman to woman and really often the things that we don't speak about as women because they are so vulnerable and they're so close to our heart and understandably they're difficult to speak about which is why it's taken me over a year to even talk about it publicly but I always knew even at the beginning stages that if I can get to a point where I can share the wisdom, the tools, the experiences that I've had from this entire experience and even if it just helps one woman just one woman to feel either more understood, to feel not alone, to feel like she has a path moving forward, just to give her anything to help on her own healing journey. I knew that that is something that I deeply wanted to do. In fact, I knew that it was something my soul literally was craving for. Um, so let me dive straight into it. So I was with my ex-partner for five years and we had just bought a house together at the end of 2020. And it was in July 2021 
that I then found out that he had been cheating, so infidelity, for the entire five-year relationship. So with multiple women, including both physical cheating and emotional cheating. And to say my life flipped upside down is an understatement in every single sense of the word. And if you have ever experienced betrayal, lies, cheating, anything like that, you will understand what I mean. Your entire life has just disappeared right in front of your eyes. Everything breaks down. Your past is no longer what you thought it was. That person that you thought you'd known for so long wasn't who they were the entire time. Your present is now a lie and now your future is non-existent. And now you're grieving all of that. And you go through the entire stages of grief. You go through the shock, the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the acceptance eventually, which is where you get to it once you heal and go through all of those stages. But I was completely blindsided is the best way to put it. Um, It took probably about two weeks to even click that it was real life, I think is the best way to say it. It felt like a nightmare. It didn't feel real. Um, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. And if you followed me this time last year, you will probably be listening to this thinking, I had no idea, but I mainly took about four months off. You probably wouldn't have seen that because I just saved a load of content from a couple of years earlier and just kept reposting it on my stories and things like that because I had just spent the entire, from July to around December time, just truly healing. And I mean, it took me into the deepest, oftentimes the darkest healing journey that I have ever been on that I could have never expected would have even happened. Um, It brought up every single old wound, all of those feelings of previous rejections in dating scenarios or previous relationships where I didn't feel good enough, I didn't feel chosen, I didn't feel respected. It brought all of that to the surface, which if you've listened to my previous podcasts, you'll know that from my earlier life experiences, that was the main pain point, was this feeling of I'm not good enough because of my body, because I'm not attractive, I'm not lovable. And then to experience something like infidelity and cheating And to learn that multiple women have been there without you knowing, it just absolutely crumbled my self-worth. I had zero again, and it felt like I was right back at the starting point. But it also did something incredible, which I can only now see in hindsight. Obviously, at the time, you don't see any of this. (laughs) You're just in the depths, the darkness of it, the true grief, the crying, the emotional releases, the anger releases. I was making screams that sounded like a pterodactyl because I just needed to get all of that energy and all of that emotion out of my body. And looking back on it now, what I now see is that it allowed all of those wounds to come to the surface. And I'm by no means saying that there is always a positive side to things like infidelity or relationship trauma or anything like that. But this is just personal to my own story. Of course, your story is unique. And if you can resonate with this, hopefully it will help. But for me personally, it brought everything up to the surface. It triggered every single wound that I could have thought of. Um, And it was so deep, so incredibly deep. And what I realized is I hadn't actually healed any of my self-confidence. I'd been doing things like going to the gym, changing my body, um, looking after myself, doing things kind of on a surface level that can make us feel good about ourselves. I'm not going to undermine the power of those things, like looking after our body treating ourselves well, all of those things do help. Things like affirmations can help, but I still didn't feel confident. I was still constantly obsessing over how I looked. I was constantly moving and angling my body to look a certain way. I was constantly comparing myself to every single other woman in real life and on Instagram, on social media. And this was then 
increased by about a hundred percent when I then found out about the cheating because my self-worth just crumbled. My self-confidence crumbled, my body image. The interesting thing is I had um, this huge urge to go to the gym. So when I found out about a week later, once I started to kind of process and I was in the shock phase of it and starting to go into, I think, denial, I had this huge urge to go to the gym and to go on a diet. And that obviously stems from the association that my brain had with, okay, well, anytime I didn't feel good enough, it learned that if I lose weight, that's somehow a way for me to try and feel good enough about myself. Because in the past, the only time I got compliments was when I'd lost weight. So that very deep association and wound and trigger was being manifested in this intense, intense urge to go to the gym. And I did actually follow it. I did actually give into it for a couple of days. And then there was something, I was just sat at home on the couch. And I remember thinking, where has this urge come from? And that is when I truly felt all of the pain, all of the hurt, because I felt for the first time that pain of not feeling good enough, that pain of not feeling attractive, of feeling second best, of feeling disrespected, not feeling important. All of these were such huge pain points around my particular wounds and triggers and traumas in the past. And it's the first time I allowed myself to actually feel instead of just going towards a coping mechanism because going to the gym was a way that I found some sort of relief from that in the past. Oh, I don't feel good enough. Okay, let me just go to the gym to try and relieve some of that anxiety. And I think I took around two or three months off the gym, uh, which isn't uncommon. I've done that multiple times before. I've done it during university when I did my dissertation. I did it during COVID because I did not want to do home training. My personal experience, I did not want to train in my living room. And we just got a new puppy and I just loved the puppy too much. <laughs> so it wasn't the first time that I'd taken some time off the gym, but it was the first time that I had truly processed the trauma around being bullied for my weight, never feeling good enough, not feeling attractive, alongside obviously the trauma healing from the infidelity and everything that went alongside that. So to fast forward a couple of months, we eventually then sold the house, which took quite a while to get off the market. It was a new build house. So we'd only actually lived in it for around eight months or so. And then we had to sell it again. We'd actually just got a puppy in the December. So around seven months before I found out about the infidelity, my little puppy Spud will forever have the biggest piece of my heart and I can feel myself welling up. I knew I wouldn't get through this podcast without crying at least once. I try and post a lot of my stories anyway around healing and showing different emotions because it's something that I'm so incredibly passionate about and I'm still grieving. I still miss him so much. He was a little English bulldog, the cutest little chunkiest rolliest thing. (laughs) And unfortunately, I couldn't give him the life that he deserved by myself. So we rehomed him. And like I say, I want to keep this in because healing is a journey, especially grief. Grief comes in waves. It comes in ebbs and flows. It's not something that we grieve once and then it's gone. Um, there's, there's days where I don't feel anything. I'm on top of the world. And then there's days where I see a dog in the park and I'm just in tears. <laughs> and it's allowing yourself to process that. It's allowing yourself to feel it. There's a reason why it's bringing up emotion. So now let me dive into the more kind of body image specific side of things. If you've experienced any sort of trauma around your body, whether that's being bullied for your weight like I was, whether that's experiencing infidelity and not feeling good enough because of that, or maybe, for example, you were criticized by your parents or your caregiver growing up, or you were put on a diet from a young age, anything like that, 
there will probably be a wound that is related to not feeling good enough because of your body or not feeling lovable or sexy enough or attractive or worthy because of your body or because of how you look. And those are the really deep pain points that we get to heal. And what this experience taught me is we cannot truly, truly, truly gain this unbelievable amount of authentic confidence without healing from all of that shit. And it doesn't mean that we have to relive it. It doesn't mean that we have to try and remember it. There is a difference between healing from something and having to remember every detail about it. You don't have to do that. But truly allowing yourself to heal from it, to understand what stories you've created about yourself, to understand what beliefs around your body you've created from those experiences. And we can sit there all day and do affirmations and try and look in the mirror and say, you're beautiful. I love you. You're enough. And I don't know about you, but I did affirmations for years and I just cringed away from them. I just felt like I was lying to myself. It didn't feel true. It didn't feel authentic. The way that I've actually described this on a most recent Instagram post is it's kind of like if we have a person that we really dislike and we are trying to look at them and say, I love you. I'm so grateful for you. You're amazing. If we don't like that person, if inside our body, we don't have genuine, true love for that person, we are going to cringe. We aren't going to feel authentic. It's not going to actually change how we feel about that person. And it's the same, I believe, with ourselves, that if we try to tell ourselves, I love you, you're beautiful, you're good enough. But deep inside, there are very deep subconscious wounds that are still telling us these stories that were not good enough because of these past experiences that are then kept within our body, we aren't going to believe that because it's not congruent with what the majority of our psyche believes, which is our subconscious. And when we truly heal from all of that shit, when we get all of that out of our body, I cannot even begin to tell you the level of self-confidence that you feel. And this is what I'm so incredibly passionate about within Uncover. The feeling and the self-love and the body confidence that you get from truly healing is life-changing. It's one of those things that you will only believe it when you feel it. I can tell you about it all day long, but it's when you actually feel the change within your body and within yourself that that's when you'll be like, holy crap, that work is so powerful. And one of my closest friends has also experienced things like abusive and a toxic relationship and being cheated on and low self-worth because of that. And she was always relying on external validation. And I fell into that trap as well. It's super common is wanting to change how we look or wanting to get compliments in order to try and fill that void that's inside. Um, And she also was on her healing journey with me last year. And the changes in her and my other best friend and loads of my friends, actually, for some reason, there's about five of us that ended up being on a healing journey at exactly the same time. And we are completely different women, like truly inside and out, completely different women. And this work is life changing in so many ways. So let me give you a few kind of take homes of what I did to heal. So first and foremost, I let myself feel it. I I let myself grieve. I let myself process that pain. I let myself go through all of the emotions that my body needed to in order to then get to the other side of it. Because that's the opposite of everything that I used to do in the past. Like any time that I'd experienced a situationship or dating or a past relationship, for example, and I'd been broken up with or something had happened, I just then resorted to avoiding my feelings by going on a night out, drinking, 
catching up with the girls, binge eating when I struggled with binging, uh, looking for external validation by going to the gym or by getting it from compliments or, you know, all of the ways that we distract or we numb from emotions, which is a perfectly normal and human thing to do. But it's often the thing that keeps us in these cycles because we never truly heal from things. We just end up keeping that trauma, keeping that pain within our bodies. And then we carry that trauma with us. And that then shows up in future situations like, for example, self-sabotaging with another relationship in the future or constantly being anxious when you're in a new relationship, which was definitely my pattern. Our emotions hold so much wisdom, so much power that if you come from an experience of suppressing your emotions for a long time like I did, we don't always really know the full extent that our emotions can provide for us. We don't know the true power and wisdom that can come from truly processing our emotions and when you do oh it's not only cathartic but it is powerful it is invigorating and you feel lighter and you feel free and you feel like your younger self again and something that I always say is we are all born feeling confident feeling worthy feeling good enough feeling whole and it's the things that happen to us throughout our life that then start to create these insecurities. They start to create these deep subconscious beliefs that we have, and they start to create that self-consciousness. We are not born that way. It's not something that's inherent to us. So when we free ourselves from all of that shit, all of the stuff that is stopping us and blocking us from being able to access that, what you find underneath all of that is someone that was already confident, someone that is quite literally radiant and beautiful and energetic and worthy and walks around knowing her power and feeling so unbelievably good about it and that is why I've called uncover uncover because in my opinion confidence isn't something that we gain it's something that we uncover and we reveal so the first thing that I did to truly heal is to let myself feel everything to feel whatever I need to I tried my best not to suppress how I was feeling and obviously we're human that's not always going to be possible there were times that I had to work I had to go on client calls etc for the vast majority of it I prioritized myself and my mental and emotional health as much as I physically could especially in the earlier days and especially in the first couple of months, because that's when all of it is first coming to the surface. It is a true grief of your old self in order to then re-emerge as this new version of you. You let go of all of the behaviors that didn't serve you, that got you to that point and that served you up until that point and kept you alive and kept you safe. But then you grieve all of that and you let that version of you go and you thank her for everything that she did for you to keep you safe. But you recognize that those behaviors, who she was, no longer serves you in this moment going forward. So you recreate yourself. One of the most powerful things that we can do within our healing journeys is to surrender, is surrender to our emotions, surrender to our bodies. If you are spiritual like me and you're into the universe or God or a creator or anything that you resonate with, surrender to a bigger plan, a bigger picture and recognize that you might not be able to see right now what is happening for you. And it doesn't mean that we have to come from it from a place of toxic positivity where it's like everything happens for a reason. I think when we come at it from that space, we can end up really invalidating our journey and dismissing the more uncomfortable emotions. But we often have to go into those emotions, truly feel it, truly heal it in order to get through to the other side. And oftentimes when we're in it, we can't see what's on the other side of it. If you are experiencing a breakup or difficulty within a relationship or you're coming out of a toxic relationship or you're experiencing something like infidelity we can't see what's on the other side of that we can't 
predict what is going to happen or what's going to come from this. I know I didn't predict to meet Wayne. I didn't predict having to sell my house and rehome my dog. None of that was in the works for me. But I genuinely believe that this was all part of my personal plan. And this was happening for me, not to me. And that, like I say, isn't to say that it means that we deserve it or that it is something that we just need to bypass because everything happens for a reason. There is a balance between appreciating that we can't always see what is happening for us on a bigger scale, that oftentimes our kind of comprehension of what is happening is limited to our human mind and something that is more divine is often happening for us. And if we can take an experience and learn the lessons from it and recognize what wisdom do I need to take from this, what knowledge, what power do I need to take from this experience, we can use it to transform ourselves into such a more powerful version of ourselves. It's not something that happens overnight, but it is something that can be so incredibly powerful and can shift your entire life around. So you might be experiencing the confusion or the shock or the grief or whatever emotions you are doing right now. And my biggest piece of advice for you is just to trust that emotion. Fully allow yourself to feel that emotion and allow it to move into whatever emotion it wants to in order to then get the lessons that come from it. So allowing myself to feel my emotions was not, was one of the most powerful things that I did within my healing journey, as well as things like journaling or just communicating with my closest friends, relying on friends and family and my support system, and also working with my own coaches, my own mentors, enrolling in programs, going to my therapist, or having that support around me was absolutely crucial as part of my healing journey. And these are going to be some of the things that I healed specifically around this area, not necessarily the things that I did specifically to relate to things like body image, self-esteem, etc. That is going to be what I'm covering within Uncover. So that's going to be the step-by-step system, all of the techniques, all of the tools, everything practical that we need in order to actually heal. I think oftentimes in these situations, we we have to let ourselves lean on other people. We don't have to be the strong ones that just push ourselves through all the time. Having that support group that we can just really depend on, that really show up for us and that want to make sure that they are there for us is so incredibly healing in and of itself. Going to therapy was huge. Having a support system, uh, getting to know myself, actually having that time of introspection and self-reflection to become aware of any stories that I'd created about myself. Like, for example, the story that I'm not good enough or the story that it's because I hadn't lost weight or it's the story that I'd let myself go or the story that it's because I hadn't been going to the gym for long enough or I needed to change my diet or whatever the narrative is. If we're not aware of those stories that we create about ourselves and then we change them into something that is more of our highest selves and something that is more actually ideal, and realistic and true, those stories can then end up just running wild and potentially end up sabotaging our life in some way. And it's never too late to change those stories. If you've experienced some sort of trauma or pain or hurt, and you have developed stories like you're not good enough, or you're not worthy, or you're not deserving of good things, or you're unlovable, or you're weak, or you're too much, or any other story that you might have created about yourself, that isn't true, first and foremost. And it's never too late to change those stories. When we allow ourselves to process all of that pain and get all of that trauma out of our bodies, it means then that we're walking throughout life as a more healed, free, safe, loving version of us. And I remember thinking pretty soon after I found out while I started the healing journey, I remember thinking whoever 
I am in a relationship with next whenever I was ready for that because I didn't feel ready for it straight away. I remember making a commitment to myself that I am not passing that trauma and that pain onto them because when we don't heal, we end up passing it on to the people that we love. Hurt people hurt people. And if we don't take the time to heal our pain, to heal our traumas, we end up just projecting that onto other people or we end up blowing up at somebody or we end up just burning out and it shows in other ways. And when we take the time to truly heal, it means that not only are you a safer place for yourself, you're a happier place for yourself. You're a more peaceful, more calm, more loving, more self-confident version of yourself. But you're also then a safer place for other people. You're safer for your kids, for your husband, for your future partner, for your loved ones, for your friends, for your colleagues. And you can show up as the best version of you when you do heal. So feeling my emotions was such a huge step, as was journaling, as was having a support system, allowing myself to process everything, to really start to challenge any beliefs or stories that I'd created about myself and essentially to trust and surrender to my body's innate wisdom, to surrender to the emotions and the experiences and recognize that it was all part of a bigger plan. So being able to let go of that control of needing to have my life look a certain way or how I thought it should have looked or how I thought things should have panned out and instead just accepting the reality of, okay, but it didn't this is how it's panned out and this is what we're working with and this is the situation that we're at right now rather than see myself as a failure for getting a house and then selling it eight months later or getting a dog and then having to rehome him and feeling like a failure for not having the perfect future that I thought we would have is accepting okay well this is my current reality all I can do is what I can focus on in this moment and it doesn't have to be any other way but it is right now and just trusting that it will all work out for you and trusting your path and trusting your body and learning the lessons along the way and putting all of that wisdom into practice to take forward to become a more healed 2.0 version of you and the third tool that I'm going to talk about is dancing and sensual movement and at first that can sound terrifying. Okay, I've not been somebody that has always felt confident or sexy. In fact, when I first did dancing and sensual movement, this is something I talk about within my FF program, um, I shut my blinds and I moved away from my dog because I was scared that even my dog was judging me. Um, and if you know about English bulldogs, they do have the most savage side eye, honestly, so judgmental. Um, but because I was so anxious about how I looked and I hated being seen because in the past being seen wasn't safe for me. So I felt stupid as hell. The first time I tried to do sensual dancing, there was so much shame. I was blocked. I was rigid. I was in my head overthinking. And the more you do it and the more you use it as this practice to release shame around your body and really get into your body, you realize on the other side of all of that, you feel so powerful, so sexy, so liberated, so feminine, energized, radiant. And there is this energy about it that emerges that you have no idea is trapped inside of you, but it is, it is within all of us. It is naturally innate and it's just about accessing that. And I remember on New Year's Eve actually of this year, I was at my closest friend's house and we spent New Year's Day together and we were doing some journaling and we were writing letters to our old selves and grieving things and letting go of things and thinking about what we wanted to bring into this new year. 
And we were all crying and we were so like proud of each other. And I put some music on and I was like, okay, come on, let's dance. And both of them were like, no, 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 no. And within five minutes, there was such a joyful, playful smile and energy. And we were all laughing and just feeling so confident and sexy and within our bodies. It was like a natural high. It was the best thing to experience And this is what every woman needs to experience. I was always working, overthinking, so anxious, so self-conscious and burnt out, exhausted. I felt like I'd lost myself. I really felt like I didn't know who I was. And the first ever time that I journaled, I know this story is a little bit kind of mismatched, but it's quite hard to keep things in a linear fashion because so much went on last year. But the first time that I ever did journaling, I remember I wrote in the journal entry, I just don't know who I am anymore. And I remember being around 18 and I was just so full of life and I was so excited for things. And I was just jumping around in the place that I used to work in all the time and just singing and dancing with everybody. And I looked at myself then when I was doing this first journal entry and I was like, where has that person gone? Where has that version of me gone? And I was like, is it just adulthood? Is it the responsibilities that I have? Is it work stress? And to be completely blunt and honest, a lot of it was due to my past relationship But a lot of it also was because I'd lost that aspect of me and things had piled on and the emotions that I'd been suppressing had piled on. And I was just burnt out. I was exhausted. I was giving nothing back to myself. I was constantly leading with an empty cup, giving myself to everybody and everything else around me. And I was left depleted and drained and exhausted and overworked. So of course, we're not going to have that natural feminine radiance and joy and energy about us which is so innate and instinctual to all of us. But we first have to then tap into that. When we've been disconnected from so long, tapping into it is something that will feel so life-enhancing in so many ways. Um, So to give you a kind of overview, if you will, of this journey, which honestly I could talk about for hours and hours and hours, because there is so much more to this story and my healing journey, especially after the few months that I found out about the infidelity I then started to realize that it had been a very emotionally and psychologically abusive relationship, which, again, if you can resonate, you will know that you do not see when you're in it. You have no idea when you're in it. And stepping out of that and finding myself again and coming back to my body and feeling this radiance and this joy and this ability to just feel so incredibly whole and worthy and confident is something that I would have never expected could happen after those experiences. It's something that I just never thought was possible. And I think this is the true joy of healing. And yes, it's tough. Yes, there are difficult times. But what is on the other side of it is the most powerful feeling that you will ever experience. One of the most integral parts of my healing journey as well was being able to start looking at my part that I played in it. And I don't mean that from the perspective of victim blaming or saying that I was responsible for X, Y, and Z, because no, that is 100% on the other person. That is their lack of character, their lack of integrity, their own traumas, their own projections, their own pains, and that has nothing to do with us. But there is always something that we can learn, in my opinion, from every experience. And that doesn't mean that I look at my part within the infidelity, but it means that I look at my part around that, around the different elements of the relationship, like healing the part of me that was attracted to that sort of behavior, that was attracted to not being treated correctly, that was attracted to highs and lows of emotions rather than just steady, stable intimacy and love that was safe 
what part of me was attracted to unsafety because that's what actually felt familiar to me because of my past experiences. Healing the part of me that was attracted to chaos because that was more familiar to me than safety was and consistency was. So it's about looking at where in our lives can we take responsibility for the different parts that we played so that we can then start to create new experiences for ourselves instead of just repeating these same patterns. So I got to look at myself from that scenario and it really held a mirror up to me and showed me where I had ignored my intuition. I had completely shut down my gut instincts um, because my intuition was strong, especially in the early stages, it knew. And I just allowed myself to distrust it and to not listen to it and gaslight myself and invalidate myself. I was also able to look at where I had ignored red flags and what part of me was seeking that type of relationship and why I was attracted to that type of relationship, even though it wasn't one that necessarily served me. And that's where self-worth really comes into it because that was all I believed I deserved because my self-worth was so low that that was the level of love that I believed I deserved. And this is why I'm so passionate about healing our self-worth and doing this work that we're going to be doing in Uncover Because when you start to access your self-worth, you start to expect better for yourself. You stop settling for things that are lower than your standards because you recognize what you're worth inside and you recognize that you deserve the most amazing amount of love. You deserve the best opportunities in life. You deserve to feel happy. You deserve to feel amazing, to be treated amazing, to treat yourself amazing. So I got to really kind of hold a mirror up to those parts of me and go, what part of me was attracted to that type of relationship? And why did I ignore red flags? Why did I not trust my intuition? Why did I not trust myself? When did I learn to stop speaking up about things and just keep it all bottled inside instead? And of course, giving myself so much compassion, so much love as I navigated that journey. But just from a non-judgmental point of view, being able to look at our part and take responsibility for it. Because from those experiences, I can then learn where can I start to change that in the future so that I don't just end up repeating the pattern? Because if we don't heal from these experiences, we end up just dating the same person, but with a different face. We end up just attracting the same situations into our lives, same type of people into our lives because we haven't healed from the things that caused them to be in our life in the first place. So by doing so, I've been able to build that relationship with myself again, build that trust with my intuition, build my self-worth so that I know what I'm worthy of. I know what I deserve. I know what I desire. I'm now able to speak up about those things. I'm able to communicate my feelings in a safe environment. And by going through that short-term discomfort in the initial stages of allowing myself to process and to heal, it then means that you avoid the long-term pain of repeating the same patterns again and again and again. So by looking at the patterns in our lives and looking at, okay, what are the similarities? What are the traits within me? It's not coming from a place of removing the responsibility from that other person, but it's just making sure that we can take our power back because this is how we actually start to take the power back into our own hands. It's how we start to look at our own life and recreate a different future for ourselves and empower ourselves to start to create the life that we deserve. And it's by doing so that I'm now in the most amazing relationship with the most incredible man who is completely different to any of the experiences that I've had in my dating and relationship life. Like, And when I say completely different, I mean a complete 180. And most of that is due to all of this healing work, not only healing from the past pain, but doing my own personal development work, learning about communication, learning about relationships, learning about attachment styles healing my anxious attachment, healing from the past pain that caused all of these things, like that I've been able to create a different reality for myself. 
And of course, there are certain things that are always out of our control. And obviously what happened with my ex-partner was out of my control. There was nothing I could have done to prevent that. But there were definitely certain things that I could learn from that relationship in order to make myself the best version of myself that I can be, in order to take my life now as it is and create the best life for myself that I know I deserve and that I know I'm worthy of, in order to in order to cultivate that and create the best version of myself that I possibly can do. And it's only by taking responsibility for our parts that we play in things can we then start to create those new realities for ourselves. And healing isn't just about attracting or keeping a healthy relationship. It's for yourself. It's for your own self-worth. Regardless of whether Wayne and I were together or not, I would still have this for myself because healing is for you. It gives you back. And I never thought I would be able to get to a place where I feel amazing in my skin, not just good enough, but I feel incredible in my skin. I know my worth. I feel amazing in my body for the first time in my entire life. And all of that is because of this healing journey that I'm going to be sharing the exact step-by-step tools and the techniques that I used in order to get to this point within my Uncover program. And for the first and only time, It will be ran as a live group coaching. So you will have direct access. You will be working with me directly along with a group of amazing women that are ready to heal, that are ready to reclaim their power, reclaim their self-worth, feel fucking incredible in their skin, feel amazing in their body, love who they see in the mirror. And I mean wholeheartedly love who you see. This program will be amazing for mums, whether you are a new mum, whether you're postpartum or whether you are a mum of 15 and 20 years. It will be amazing for women that have experienced anything like I've mentioned in this podcast, anything like that that has made you feel unworthy or not good enough. Or maybe you're somebody that has tried to constantly lose weight in order to try and feel good enough, but you found that it's still never really changed how you feel about yourself. You still feel self-conscious. You you haven't yet felt confident in your body, this program is perfect for you as well. So if you're somebody that wants to tap into your feminine energy, whether that's for yourself, for your relationships, to just feel sexy, to feel sensual, to feel confident, radiant, to really heal your body image and your self-esteem and to have that solid relationship with yourself, this program is for you. It was made for you. And I cannot wait to see the transformations that happen inside of this program. It's going to be absolutely life-changing. I'm literally getting butterflies even just talking about it. So if you are listening to this saying, hell yes, that is what I need. The link is in my bio. And by the time this podcast is out, there is also a bundle that is available for both FFF, which is my signature binge and emotional eating program, and Uncover that is happening. So that means you get both programs together at a special discounted rate. So I will leave all of the information below. We start Uncover in January. January the 9th and this is the only time that it will be a live group coaching and then after that it will be a self-led program similar to my FFF program so if you have any questions about FFF one-to-one coaching or uncover please do let me know my dms are always open and I would love to hear your feedback on this I would love to hear anything that you want to add or share about your own stories and I am sending you so much love on your healing journeys and I will speak to you all soon